Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey y'all. So the idea for this podcast came to me while I was lying in bed trying to go back to sleep after my cat woke me up at 4.30 in the morning and it seemed like the best idea at the time and I was so excited to get started on it. But then when I sat down to brainstorm, I wasn't so sure. And I wasn't sure because I really want to be speaking to something relevant to you. And there's a part of me that shouts, this isn't relevant. This is too salesy. Don't do it. So (laughs) I'm going to appease that little but loud part of me by telling you that although I often talk about how I can help and how we can get started working together, I want you to know that I am not the only source of help out there. And maybe our brains would work well together. Maybe not. And that's okay. Maybe you want to seek out an evaluation before you undertake this sort of work. That's okay too. I'm here to help you find the best help for you, whether that's me or not. So with that in mind, I really, I think that leads into today's topic pretty well because today I want to talk to you about asking for help and what can get in the way of you doing that. Okay. Asking for help is a skill that for many of us really has to be developed, especially if you're someone who did well in school, was able to fly under the radar, and you completed all your assignments adequately without needing to ask questions or get help from the teacher. For many of us, there is an internalized belief that we should be able to figure it out on our own especially when it's something that seems so natural, so universal as being a parent. At the same time, there's a pervasive cultural belief that parenting is hard. So that leaves us stuck, struggling, trying to figure out something that we know is going to be hard. It's supposed to be hard, right? Without ever asking for help because we should be able to figure it out on our own. It leads to a lot of struggle and a lot of frustration, and it just keeps going because of this reluctance to ask for help. And if you're reluctant to ask for help in the first place, then the idea of paying for help might be completely overwhelming. Of course, there are people who would rather pay for a stranger's help than open up to and lean on the people that are close to them. But more often, I see people who feel like they should be able to figure the thing out on their own, but they're struggling, but they don't want to pay for professional help because of what it would mean about them, because they should be able to figure this out independently, and this isn't something that they should be throwing money at. All right? The problem with all of this, especially when it comes to parenting, is that there has been so much research done. There are people who spend their entire careers studying how to support children. 
there's a massive body of information, massive quantities of help available that get completely overlooked when you feel like you've got to be self-reliant because parenting is supposed to come naturally and good parents don't need advice or classes or whatever. Let's think about it this way. I like to compare it to other, other things, other topics, right? So let's think about food. We have to eat to survive, but cooking isn't something we're born knowing how to do. Even if we had parents who cooked for us every night, there's no guaranteed transfer of knowledge, and they may not have even been good cooks, right? <laughs> so when it comes to cooking, we know we have options. This is something that has become culturally acceptable, right? We can buy pre-made food at the store. We can buy a cookbook. We can watch YouTube videos for free or get recipes online. We can take a cooking class. We can even go to culinary school if we want to, or we can go to a restaurant or hire a personal chef. There are lots of options, lots of price points, lots of ways to take you from knowing nothing about cooking to having food you love to eat on the table in front of you. Parenting is kind of like that too. There are different levels of investment you can make in being the type of parent you want to be. So if all of this exists, why is it that so many people find themselves living in survival mode as parents? Well, asking for help with cooking, learning to cook, paying someone else to cook for you are all widely accepted, right? But asking for help with parenting carries more of a stigma. Parenting courses, parenting classes are often court mandated, and that can add to the stigma of seeking help to improve your parenting. We need to break that stigma, but that's a that's a bigger problem. I just want you to be aware of it because when you see it as an individual, you can decide that you want to opt out of that way of thinking. But even when you do opt out, you may find yourself resistant to reaching out and seeking help. I want to bring your focus today to what might be getting in the way of you as an individual of doing this. I want you to become aware of it so you can start taking action to get the help you need rather than trying to figure it out on your own and continuing on with the same results you currently have. So, if it isn't obvious, believing that you need to figure it out yourself or that you should be able to figure it out is one of the biggest obstacles to getting help. But there are a few others, and I want to take a look at them with you so that you can move forward with more awareness and find help when you need it. Okay? Another obstacle that may be preventing you from getting help is uncertainty around whether it will even work. You might worry that you're not committed enough, that you won't follow through, or you might worry that tools or the tools or processes offered aren't the right fit for your family. It can, sure, it can show up as, sure, that's great for them, but they don't know my kid. Or, we've tried everything, why would this be any different? If this is you, I want you to think about something for a minute. What are those thoughts accomplishing? Are they helping you? 
Are you gaining anything by carrying them forward? Or are they stopping you from taking action? Why on earth would you seek out help if you'd believed that you'd tried everything and nothing you could find would be any different? Why would you try anything new for that matter? And if you don't try anything new, how would you get new results? If you want to see a change in your relationship within your family, you have to be willing to make a change. Refusing to seek help or try or resisting seeking help or trying something new because it won't be any different only guarantees one thing. Things won't change. If you try something and it doesn't work, you're still one step closer to finding something that does work for your family. You have more knowledge, more information, and you're better off than you would have been if you hadn't tried. Another thing that happens when people are thinking about seeking help that prevents them from actually taking action is they get stuck in indecision. This might look like worrying about timing or wanting to make the right choice. If you're someone who wants to research all the options, this isn't a bad thing, but I want you to be on to yourself. If you're trying to find the perfect solution, but you're coming up short, is the search for the perfect solution preventing you from finding a good solution that's already within reach for you? These are important things to look at. Our brains will offer us thoughts that really feel true, like the timing's just not right, or I need to weigh my options, as ways of keeping us safe. Our brain's job is to keep us safe. But when we believe these thoughts, it also keeps us stuck. The cool thing is when you see your thoughts as thoughts, not true or false, just sentences that your brain is feeding you. They lose a lot of their power and you get to make your decisions from a more objective place. So much of what prevents us from asking for help is tied into our own thinking and we have the power to disrupt that. Okay, before I wrap this up, I want to take a second to address a couple other barriers that may feel like they're very real obstacles to you getting the help you need. The first one is the time commitment. If you're already overwhelmed, you already feel like you're on all the time, taking on something extra, especially something that requires a time commitment, can feel like too much. Sometimes it really is. More often than not, though, that's just another thought. And if we invested the time in getting help, it would actually free up more time for us in the long run. When it comes to parenting, think about how much time you spend arguing, how much time you spend managing meltdowns, how much time you spend worrying about your kids when you're away from them. How much time you spend walking on eggshells because you don't know what's going to set them off. How much time you spend sucked into your phone because you just need a break. These are the areas where you'll see big 
big payoffs time-wise. Is it worth trading some of your time to free up more of your time? That is a question worth asking. The second obstacle beyond just our thinking that feels very real for a lot of people is cost. Cost can get in the way of a lot of really good options for parents. There are absolutely cost barriers. But I want to put this in the context of schooling. I want to compare it to how we think about school for our kids. Sometimes I talk to parents for whom public school is not working, but they feel they don't have the means to choose anything else. That might be true, but it doesn't serve you to believe that it's true. And here's what I mean by that. Even if the website says that the tuition for the school that you're looking at is half of your annual income, you are doing yourself a disservice by writing it off as too expensive. Because when you write it off, then all options that exist in that arena are closed to you. I want to encourage you to go beyond the website. Reach out to the people you'd love to work with. Reach out to the schools, the counselors, the coaches. Talk to them. Find out what the options actually are. Maybe the price isn't as high as you thought. Maybe there's an unadvertised sliding scale. Maybe you talk to them and find out it wasn't a good fit anyway, but they're able to point you to resources that are exactly what you need. Please, 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 please don't let your assumptions about cost be the thing that keeps you from accessing the help that you need. Okay? Even if you don't know where to start looking, start somewhere. Start asking people that maybe would know, that maybe would be a good fit. And they can probably point you in a new direction. So a lot of this process is just about opening up new possibilities. All right, and now, if you've been listening to this podcast and we haven't met yet... (laughs) I want to enthusiastically invite you to schedule a consultation with me and we'll have a whole hour to look at what you need help with and make a plan for how you're going to get that help, even if it doesn't involve working with me. All right? As always, I hope this has been helpful. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you in the next episode. Do you feel like you're parenting 24-7 and you're still not sure your child is getting what they need? Are you ready to stop parenting reactively and start living in partnership with your sensitive child? Are you ready to reclaim time for yourself and time for your dreams? Then you're going to want to explore coaching with me. I help my clients tune out all the noise better understand their kids, build a parenting strategy that meets their family's specific needs, and do the mindset work necessary to implement that strategy consistently without sacrificing themselves in the process. To get started, just head over to partnerpath.com, 
click on coaching and get your free consultation set up. Let's get to know each other.